0: Hi, welcome to 3Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat, and let's get started. As for this morning, we're going to start in child's pose. Yeah, just like, you showed up for power yoga, we're going to do some power yoga. A little old school style. Some of the stuff maybe we haven't tackled in a while might show up. Mostly the idea of power yoga is to have an intention what you're here for what this is about for you keep it as we move through whatever it is we move through and whatever shows up be a way to practice what you want to practice even if it seems really far removed from what you want to be doing sometimes it's because it's far removed from what we want to be doing What's important to you, not what yoga people say is important. But what really do you want to get out of this? And as we move through, just be in inquiry about that. If you're here for flexibility or mental calm or develop some, some heat and sweat, right? Whatever it is, you do that thing. Next inhale, come on up to down dog. Take some time to move around with it in intentional way. See what's going on. Right. With that idea of purpose, right? Sometimes we just know that getting to the mat is going to be a good thing. Right. Then as we take this first part of the practice, which is known as integration, we start to kind of define what does good mean today? Right. If the body is stiff and sore, good means something different than if we have loads of energy and, and feel inspired to you know, just get to the next level, right? But good is good. You let your body and your internal state of being and tell you what you need. Let them come together in this work that we're doing As often as they possibly can. From here, I'm going to look forward and walk forward into Ragdoll. And here, too, just take a little sway, move around. So Ragdoll, foot position, wide. And You choose what wide is today. And then the movement in this varies. You could sway your upper body. You could bend one knee than the other. You could turn your head side to side. You could rock forward and back in your feet. Back, like right now, find all the ways to move that you possibly can. release hands to mat and walk feet together together might mean touching that might feel off balance if it does then together could be something more like hip distance where your feet naturally live but we're taking a, a, a definite stance for mountain pose the feet have of a pattern right? whether it's toes touching feet close You've defined how you're standing. Then on your inhale, you're going to rise up to stand, your feet pressing down. You reach up, bless you. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms. Make the connection between your feet and your hands here. It's really strong in your mind, in your energetic tone, that there's one thing. You're planting your feet, lifting and reaching. You have a sense of center, though. So, abdominal support here, side bodies drawing in, back body drawing in, breath moving. You've got the whole thing working as one. Breath in. Memorize this for yourself feet, hands, everything in between. Then we bring hands back to heart center or into heart center, I should say. Close your eyes, pause. So that shape of mountain pose, we're going to return to again and again in a flow. Right? It's not so much about the shape as it is the energy. It's a simple pose. and can sometimes end up being just the, oh, I got to the front of my mat and now I'm putting my hands in the air. Instead today, right, you've memorized your stance, the shape of the reach, and that feeling of connecting the two. Right? It shows up in all postures. Tadasana is every posture. I'm going to focus in on it as you move through some vinyasa. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. From your feet to your fingers, everything lights up. Exhale, bow forward. So sun A. Keep it real simple right now. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low, push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in and reach up. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out forward. Breathe in, reach up. Plant your feet, reach your fingers, everything in between lights up. Exhale, full. <laughs> breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, high to low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, Full. One more like that, breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, out forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Take a breath here to just recommit to the stance, the reach into your arms, the lift of your hips up and back. Then look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands, Press your feet down, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. (laughs) Lunge salutations, press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Extend, accentuate the reach, the brightness. Exhale, bow forward. (laughs) Breathe in, lift halfway and heel toe your feet apart, hip distance. Step your right foot back, low lunge. Press your feet down, reach up. Same idea as that mountain pose, construct it from feet to fingers, full reach. Hands to heart, then the mat. Step back, high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Right leg up and back behind, squeeze it tightly. Bend your knee, draw it toward your right elbow, step lightly, and press the feet down, come up from feet to fingers again, full body engaged, hands to heart, reach them forward, step the back foot in with control, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Feet to fingers, accentuate the length, of reach. Exhale, fold forward. (laughs) Breathe in. Lift halfway flat back and heel toe the feet apart. Step your right foot back. Exhale to take time to ground into this lunge. Then inhale from your feet to your fingers, you reach. You have plenty of time in that inhale to really engage. Hands to the heart, to the mat. Step back, high to low, breathe out. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Get it empty. Really press into it. Then left leg up and back. Bend the knee. Draw it to your left elbow. Big step. Press into your feet. Lift your chest. Bend your arms. Full expression here. Hands to heart. Chest in line with front thigh. Reach your hands forward. Step the back foot in, pulling it in with your abdominals to control. Breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out. Fold. Good work. Breathe in, reach up, Mountain Pose. Good. Well upgraded, Sun A. Exhale, sit back and reach forward. Low Ukatasana, Low is relative. Press into your feet. We're coming up to that Mountain Pose again, and extend, expand. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands high to low push-up. Bring that mountain pose energy to the body here in the plank. Then on your inhale, push up again to high plank. Exhale, low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, downward-facing dog, and walk your hands back to your feet. Feet out wide. Toes turn out. Sit low, malasana. Breathe in, chest is up. Breathe out, press your feet down and reach up. Lace your fingers, press your knuckles up. Inhale, sit back into the Malasana, chest up. Exhale, bow forward, turn your toes forward as you wrap your arms around your legs and hug in. Inhale, walk your hands out to a high plank and give that that mountain pose energy here. Low push-up to high push-up and low push-up and upward facing dog. To downward facing dog, you'll be here a breath. Give this down dog. Right? This is your attention. So take any round out of your low back. In fact, I see some of that going on here. So bend your knees. Person wearing your shirt, bend your knees. Even if you have the flexibility to do this, I'm looking at a rounded back with straight knees right now. It might be yours. So bend your knees and get the round out of the back by sending the hips up. Good. One more breath in. It doesn't take much bend of the knees. But if your spine is rounded, you wanna get that because your knees were made to bend. The low back was not made to curl out. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Mountain pose, from your feet to your fingers, extend. Exhale. Sit back and reach forward. We're going again through this. Press into your feet. Breathe in and stand up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back, high plank. Bring that mountain pose energy, full extension, to low push-up. Then high push-up. And low push-up. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Walk your hands back to your feet. Toes out to the diagonal. Sit your hips back. Breathe in, malasana. Breathe out. Press into your heels. Stand up. lace your fingers. Punch the knuckles up through. Bring in pinky fingertip. And sit back. Malasana. Toes turn forward as you wrap your arms around your legs and hug in. Walk your hands out to a high plank and bring that mountain pose in from feet to top of the head. Low push-up, keep that energy. High push-up, keep it. Low push-up. Upward-facing dog. And downward-facing dog. Press your hands down forward. So it's just like mountain pose there. With the feet down. And then add just enough bend to your knees that you keep the low back curve. We're sitting here for a breath. Right. Okay. So feet are about hip distance apart and down dog. Knees are, they could be straight. But your low back curve needs to be natural. Needs to be uh, allowing you to draw your spine in. And uh, everyone's got a different skeleton, except everybody's low back curve moves in rather than out. So when yoga teachers see the low back curve moving out, we know you need to bend your knees, even if you can do this straight-legged. So just like a different thing than, you know, you get to kind of choose that. Pull your spine in, pull your hip crease up and back. If you can keep the lower back in, then start to straighten the legs, right? And then you can play with that. Why am I talking about this? It's just an inner body awareness, right? It's very easy to have an awareness of straight or bent knees. Right? Like we've known that for a while. Having an awareness of your low back is tough. Why do you think we have so much low back pain going on in our country? Right? We're not aware of it till it hurts. Right? But if we were aware of it to position it and do it right, like, day after day, right? that'd be a, a service to ourselves. Look forward, walk or lightly, hop to your hands, and breathe in. Lift halfway, press your feet down. Feel ball of the big toe, ball of baby toe, center of each heel. Spine in. And then bow forward, breathe out. Sit your hips back, ukatasana chair pose. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look to your right hand, step your right foot straight ahead. Do not stop. Step your right foot straight ahead. Plant it, reach up. Yeah, stomp, whatever you got. Reach up, mountain post, whatever you got. Hands to your mat, step back, down dog. Down dog. Look to your left hand, step your left foot straight ahead. Do not, just wait, yeah. Inhale, reach up. We're winding, uh, crescent lunge, whatever you got. Good. Hands to your mat. Look forward on the floor, step back, high plank. Good, tighten your body, press back to down dog. Good. Breathe in. Press your hands down and forward, send your hip crease up and back, stretch long from hands to hips. Good. So breathe all the way in. This timing is tough. Breathe all the way out. When you're empty of breath, look to your right hand. Step your right foot straight ahead. Just go. Breathe in, reach out. Yes. Then hands to the mat. Step back, high plank. Look forward on the floor. Step back, high plank. Good. Press back to down dog. Good stuff. Have a breath in and a breath out, find the end of it, your abdominals will pull in, step your left foot forward, go, yeah, reach up, doesn't matter how, just reach up, do the thing, hands to the mat, look forward on the floor, step back high plank, and press back down dog, bring your knees to the mat, come to child's pose. All right, so we have two ways of stepping the foot forward in this practice. One is to take the leg back behind us for a full breath in, pull the knee to the chest for a full breath out, and then step the foot. And one is we're in Down Dog. We empty the breath and we step the foot forward in that empty space between. Excellent inhale. There is no in between. There is no little kick your foot back then step forward. It'll throw your breath pacing off, right? which is the entire point of vinyasa. Right? And that step from down dog is so hard. Headstands are not hard. Stepping forward from down dog is hard. Right? Eight angle pose, not hard. Stepping forward from down dog, hard. Right? Don't wait, don't hesitate. Right? Look where you want to go and then go there. So a little contrast. Come on up to down dog. So this is what we do early in the practice with those lunges. Next inhale, take your right leg up. And when you take your right leg up, like all the way up, like this is not a test. This is not a dress rehearsal. Reach. Bend your knee, draw it into your chest, rock forward and hug that knee into your chest until your breath is gone. There is no more. Then step the foot. Then reach up. Breathe all the way in from feet to fingers. Hands to your heart. Step back. Down dog. Plant them. step back. Good. Breathe in. Take your left leg up. You're in down dog. Breathe in. Reach up. Like This is like the pose you're doing. Reach up. Squeeze the leg. Exhale. Bend your knee. Draw it into your chest. Rock forward, rock forward, rock forward, rock forward, rock forward. Then step. Then reach up. Crescent. Then hands to your mat. And step back, down dog. Go ahead and come down to your knees. I'm going to give you a visual on this. So one thing that we can end up doing in vinyasa if we're not paying attention, if we're not in meditation, is here's my leg up, here's my knee in step, here's my reach up. I probably did that in time with the others in the class. And I was about 50% on in what I was doing. Here's, a, here's another way you could do it. Which way do you think I got more out of? Two. Not about performance. Like, I mean, the reason why my leg goes really high is because my skeleton is like is like that. That's probably why I got into yoga in the first place, because I felt like I was good at it. But the real reason why I would do that isn't to show off flexibility or to be it's that you're fully engaged. So that whole inhale can be this, or it could be. This is not going to prepare you for that next thing. Being here and learning to step the foot in that space when my breath was out is going to prepare me for this thing, which is the warrior one, press back, being able to do that. Does that make sense? If I'm always doing this kind of the 50% way in, right, then this step just gets even harder, right? Because I I haven't learned the pacing. If we get this, squeeze and reach to whatever ability you have. There, 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 it doesn't matter. You can see that my leg is squeezed, I'm reaching, versus my leg is flat and dull, not reaching. Here, my knee is tucked, I'm breathing out, I wait to the end, boom. If I do a swing in, right, I've just let momentum and gravity carry me down. So let's come back to the top of the mount. I'm going to do two things. We're going to go through a crescent lunge citation. We're going to go through a warrior one citation. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, bow forward. Sit your hips back, ukatasana, chair pose. Squeeze your arms, can your fingers. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back. High or low push-up, but make your body like mountain pose. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Get empty. Press into this pose. Make this one good. Then inhale, right leg up and back. However high it goes, squeeze it tight and reach. Bend the knee. Pull this into your chest until your exhale is gone. Then ninja, step the foot down. Press into your feet. Reach out. Hands to your heart, chest in line with front thigh. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Get empty, feel the whole breath. Inhale, left leg up and back, tight and straight, reach. Everything engaged. Bend your knee, draw it into your chest, like this is the pose you're doing until the end of the exhale. Foot down, stealth, reach up all the way, like mountain pose. Hands are heart, then the mat. Step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Good. Look forward, walk more lightly, hop. tap of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Heart forward, spine in, all of it. And bow forward, breathe out. All right, Sunbe so with Warrior Ones. We're gonna sit the hips back, lift Ukatasana. Light up your hands, spread them out. Bow forward, breathe out. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, hide a low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Pay attention to that breath in. Now breathe out, down dog, pay attention to the full breath. It's emptying, then look to your right hand, right foot steps. Breathe in, reach up. Hands to heart, then the mat. Step back, high to low push up, breathe all the way out so you can breathe all the way in. And down dog, breathe out, press, get empty. Look to your left hand, left foot steps, then you breathe in and reach up hands to heart then the mat press down back breathe in upward facing dog breathe out down dog stay here that was great a little uh like literal breather here in down dog but it's not a break you're reaching through your arms you're sending your hips up and back you're noticing your spine why is it so important that we stay in the breath pace besides the fact that this is yoga and staying in the breath is right, it's uh, just the way we do it? <laughs> Try this. Breath in. Take your right leg up and back behind. Since I'm showing you, I'm going to let you feel this. This is not going to be very fun. <laughs> but <laughs> breathe out here. Breathe in, come forward, knee to chest, and step into a lunge. Breathe in. Breathe in while you do it. Right. Did that feel good? <laughs> No, step back to down dog. Step back to down dog. We're going to try on this side. So uh, breathe in. Take your left leg up. While you're there, breathe out. It's fine. This is a good pose. We're in it. Now try to come forward, bring your knee into your chest, and breathe in at the same time. And then step. Then <laughs> step back to down dog. Yeah. Nobody needs to do the rest of that. Why, why was that hard? If, if you were really in that breath pace... Bringing your knee into your chest while you're trying to breathe in, it's hard because you're trying to expand your chest when you breathe in. Yes, that, that's that's the reason why that pose is usually done: inhale, leg up, exhale, knee to chest. But it gets even harder when we do this. Right, so breathe in here. Breathe out here. Now, inhale and step your right foot forward and reach up, boy one. Say that. Then go. Yeah, yeah. Malika's face said it all. You can bring your hands to the mat. Step back, down dog. Uh, go, go ahead. Uh, you guys are brave for doing this. This is <laughs> this is brave. Good breath in here. Press your hands down and forward. Thumb and first finger down and into the mat. Breathe in. Out. Good. And when you breathe in, step your left foot forward. And then try to reach up with that. Or if you want to, you don't have to. But like. I'm feeling it for you guys. <laughs> Put your hands down, step back, down dog. Good. And you're here again. Uh, walk your hands back to your feet, take ragdoll. Um so usually no one does that. Right. But what we do when we wait to step the foot forward in that warrior one sequence is we set ourselves up for that scenario where we just get like kind of f- fumbled in the breath and then everything feels scattered and hard. Has your sudden B ever felt like just chaos? Right? That you're just trying to keep up. The reason why it feels like that is we've lost the breath pace. If you're in your breath pace, you will always feel like you're on it's like being on the beat when you're dancing. It's like being like like like, like just it feels good. Even if you're dancing fast, it feels good. Right. When you're offbeat, it feels really weird and janky and like you don't want anybody to watch you, like that kind of stuff. And reach, uh, release your hands out, walking forward as you inhale, come forward into a high plank, exhale, low push up, breathe in, upward facing dog, breathe out, downward facing dog, breathe in, take your right leg up and back, however high it goes, you squeeze it tight, from your hands to your foot, reach, just like this mountain pose, but Diagonal. Bend the knee, draw it into your right elbow until you finish exhaling. Then plant the foot in that space, reach up, crescent lunge. And we exhale, hands to heart center and twist left elbow outside, right thigh. We're going to open the arms. We're going to stay here, right? And uh, uh, just breathing in this, just steady rhythm of the twist. The inhale, Chest up and forward. The exhale, right shoulder blade squeezes to your back. So that's the rhythm of a twist, is lengthen and rotate. So just like Vinyasa, there's a thing that happens when you inhale, your chest naturally wants to lighten up. So you use that. When you exhale, abdominals naturally come in. Use that action. Then unwind on an inhale, step back to a high plank, When you exhale, low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, downward-facing dog. Breathe in, float your left leg up and back behind. Breath in, there's natural kind of floating and reaching and extending. As you breathe out, knee to chest rock forward. That knee in is helping you get the last bit of breath out. Step in the space, breathe in reach up. that inhale right. again this is like cue to reach out to extend hence the heart rotate with your exhale and then we're here with a twist steady rhythm of breath that rhythm is inhale lift your chest exhale rotate for three of those or you just in a meditation lengthen and lift when you inhale rotate when you exhale Next inhale, we're going to unwind. Plant the hands. Step back to a high plank. Exhale, low push Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog, super. Right. So look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out fold down, you feel this here too, right? This is the natural movement of the body into the breath. Sit your hips back, lift your chest on the inhale, Ukitasana. Hands to heart center, we're gonna twist left elbow toward right thigh, then open your arms as you breathe in. So you get twisting chair, we're here, it's not like the the, funnest place to be, but you do the same thing, You have the rhythm of the twist. Inhale, chest up and forward, Exhale, a rotation that comes from squeezing right shoulder blade towards your spine, abdominals in, good, good, good. Keep the rhythm of the twist, keep the vinyasa here, even as the pose is remaining the same. The same. The pose remains the same. Let's Zeppelin, look it up. <laughs> Breathe in, draw. But Gretchen asked if this was called insane. Yes, sure. Draw your heart forward. And then exhale, fold forward, walk o- feet wide. Go ahead with a rag doll again. Just let this be loose. Let this be swaying. Just like nice. Just like you're at a Grateful Dead concert. Like you just had some nice, uh, helpful, like substance that made you feel good. Because <laughs> there is another side to that. And the pose isn't insane, but if you think about it, Utkatasana translates as awkward pose. And it's twisting awkward pose. So like if it, was, if it couldn't get more awkward, just add a twist. Um, but you are getting it. This is, this is really working well. And Come back to center. Release your hands, walk your feet in toward whatever like center means to you, touching, not touching. They're together. Inhale, set your hips back. The breath in lifts your chest up. And then hands to heart center. Exhale, you rotate. That motion helps the exhale. Then open your arms. That gives you room to then breathe here. And then this uh, idea of the rhythm and the twist. Inhale your chest up and expand. Exhale, rotate. If those things aren't happening for you, maybe you don't need to be in such a deep scenario. Maybe it's lifting your hips up a little bit. Maybe it's lifting the arm, right? So that you're not so deep in that. Get the breath. Rhythm of inhale and exhale, creating more action, even as the pose remains insane. Breath. One more. in, And then exhale, bow forward, Walk your feet out wide. We're going to go with the traditional gorilla hands underneath the feet. Now, maybe yours go, maybe they don't, but the idea is going to be the ball of the foot in the cup of the palm and your fingers unpinned. So if your fingers are like pinned by your heel or something, uh, move the fingers out of the way. Ball of the foot in the cup of the palm. And then the idea here, you get a little massage, and in particular the ball of the big toe in the uh, muscle of the thumb. If that's not happening, if all you're getting is uh, sore fingers, right? You don't need this. Like, just come out of this. Uh, there's another way to do this, and that is to go from the back. So, if you uh, if you really adore what's going on right now, and you want to put the cup of your palm underneath your heel, uh, you can do that. I'm gonna say that uh, that's more feasible for people with long arms, <laughs> uh, longer arms. Uh, so, if you like it, you like it. If not, stay here. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Release your hands. Walk them together. I'm sorry, walk your feet together. <laughs> we're going to plant the hands and crouch down as if for crow. But what we're going to focus on is feet being together. Big toe ball, the, the ball foot with the big toe connects. The inner edges of that, touching. The inner edges of your heels, touching. Look forward, plant your hands. We're going to inhale rocking the weight into the hands. Maybe your toes come up, maybe they don't. When you exhale, you're going to sit back into the uh, just positioning for it. So you're rocking forward and back, letting the inhale be your takeoff, the exhale be your landing. Maybe that means your feet come off the floor, but potentially you stay on the tips of your toes. Here's a scenario where you're uh, you're not forcing yourself to do anything, but you're not limiting yourself either. Then you want a little more? From here, it's going to be sit into Ukitasana. And then bow into Crow. The Ukitasana is going to need to stay low. Hands down. Breathe in. Lift off. Exhale. Hips are low. Why do they have to stay low? Well, because it's hard to bow on an inhale. You want to use all that inhale to send yourself forward. When you're trying to get into crow, it's forward, not up. Like, change the sentence from I want to get up into crow to I want to get forward in crow. One more to whatever degree of that crow posture is yours. Then make your way back to down dog. When you're in down dog, play with this a little bit. So press your hands down and forward. Everybody right now, uh, bend your knees just a slight degree more than they are already. If they're straight, they go a little bent. If they're really bent, they go very, very bent. Now send your hips back. Just send your bum to the back wall. Draw the hip crease up. So really, uh, you're like raising the tent. Like the tent pole is getting higher, right? The, the apex of the pole is getting higher and higher. Then drop your heels. Squeeze your quadricep muscles. Send the hip crease even higher. So that action, sending the hip crease higher, is how you're going to get the legs straight. If you want to get your legs straight right now, do it, but mind the hip crease moving upward. Because what will happen is if we're not quite ready for the straight legs, that hip crease will come into more of a rounding, It'll drop a little bit, but you want to get the, the apex of the pose, the hip crease really uh really to the kind of tent, the, uh, the the very triangular scenario and lifted. Good. That will keep your low back in its most natural state. Look through your hands, you're gonna walk, hop, or crawl through to seated and down onto your back. Arms at your sides. You're coming up for bridge. Scoop the tailbone in. Lift the sacrum. It's the exact opposite of down dog. We're flattening out that uh, hip crease we were just working with and then attempting to kind of go the other way with it. And uh, that action is harder in bridge than it is in wheel. Uh, So there's more kind of the counter to down dog. Here, for the hips, for the, the hip flexors. Breathe in and breathe out. Dig the heels in. Actively pull your tailbone and your sacrum and your low back in. And then slowly release down. Close your eyes. Be just where you landed. However you landed, and your hands, your feet, your face, all good. Just notice how you landed. Make adjustment if you need to for one more breath. And then up again for bridge or plant your hands beside your ears. Take wheel. Now you have the combined action of hands and feet so not as much has to go in to the opening across the hip. Which means that for some of us it doesn't happen. Right? If you've got enough upper body strength to push yourself up into this uh, great. Now do that same action we did in bridge where your glute muscles lift your tailbone, lift your second. If you're still in bridge, like do that action anyway. Like so that everything stays in that open state. Breath in and breath out, slowly release down. And wherever you land is great. Just take note of how you landed. Where are you physically, mentally, emotionally? We got one more. If you're a wheelie, just uh, place your hands, but don't go up yet. And uh, bridge, place your arms. So first thing we're going to do is we're all going to have bridge. So we're all going to work uh, heels in, They dig a little bit, pull your tailbone up, and elongate the front of the hip as high as you go in your bridge. Your hands start if you're taking a wheel. Great. Keep the work of the legs that got you here. Breathe. On an exhale, slowly come down. Land in Sukta Baddha Konasana. So go from your back bend into... Uh, Basically, this is uh, a lower key backbend. You can feel it in your low back. That when we're resting on the sacrum in supine bhujangasana, indeed, if you are resting level in the back of your hips, your low back curve is pronounced for you. So, your low back curve is different than mine. Is different than the person next to you, right? It is just yours. But for you, if your sacrum's level here and the knees are out wide, the low back is still receiving a lift. Pause, notice that. And bring your knees together and notice your low back curve, what it does as the knees come together. And then what it does even more when you bring your knees into your chest. There's nothing wrong with any of these positions. And sometimes the, the actual shape doesn't change much. The shape of your leg doesn't change much. The sensation changes. Release your knees. Take the soles of your feet to the floor. Feel what happens in your low back. Could be that it actually moves. Could be that there's just a different level of weight going on. Take your knees out to the sides. Subtabdha konasana, keeping the sacrum level. What's going on in your low back now? Then we're just gonna continue that as a little bit of a flow. So you're going to exhale, bring the knees together and bring them in. When you inhale, slow release into Subta And feel what's going on in your low back as you move. So this sequence, pretty simple, we've been doing this for years. Knees to chest, then a release, then a reclined butterfly. It's also giving us some hip mobility, depending on how much you bring your knees in. And how much you use it. This is going to give you some abdominal work. And just get some practice of noticing your low back. And what it does as you move your body. Next time you get your knees into your chest, just stay. Have a little rock side to side. Good. We're moving from periods of being very attentive to what we're doing into more of this, like just letting it be easy, letting your body move around. Your brain can witness the the feeling tone of just a little more ease. Then bring your knees to right angles into what we call tabletop. Tabletop being that your shins would hold a, a tabletop level. Right? And that's what we want to keep as we move in belly twisting pose, knee side to side. If you have a block, it is going to be easier to maintain that position. It's not going to be easier to do this posture, but it will be easier to maintain the right angle if you put the block between your knees or even more so if you put that block on its narrow side between your feet. uh, Between the feet, I should say, it will be even more challenging, but you will have to pretty much hold... Hold it steady, because uh, you've got less less muscling will occur, more alignment will occur, and when you hold the alignment really strongly, the stabilizer muscles really have to have to do fine work rather than big muscles doing gripping work. One more round through, bring it back to center, and if you don't have the block between your feet but you have a block, put the block uh, between your feet and extend the legs straight up. So if you don't have a block, no big deal, pretend you have one. If you uh, you do have one, you're squeezing with your feet, curl up, reach with your hands, catch the block, then everything's going to extend out, feet to the front wall, And arms for the front or back wall, and then up again as you exhale. Block goes to feet. When you inhale, the limbs move away from each other. They do not have to go any certain degree for this to be meaningful work. Curl up, catch the block, extend out. So, as you're moving through this, a little more challenging. What's happening in your low back? Keep your lowest rib on the floor throughout. So the lowest rib is the top of the low back, but we'll think of that that way. Right. Keep that down. As you're reaching long, that rib may want to pop up. Only reach as far as you can go, keeping that lowest rib down. Now, right, you can really work uh, some intensity there. By focusing on pulling that rib to the floor when it's challenging, or if you need some ease, just don't take yourself past where the challenge is, uh, is moderate. One more round through. Low as rib stays down. That's your marker. Then bring this back to center. You can ditch the block to the side. Hug your knees in. And again, just a little rock side to side. Similar, but a little different. We're gonna do the, uh, it'll, it won't require the block, but you're gonna breathe in. When you breathe out, curl in nose to knees, knees to nose, tuck as tightly as you go. When you inhale, extend out. Go to the very top of the inhale, then as you start to exhale, curl again, tuck as tightly as you go. Get everything involved in exhaling, then get everything involved in making space for your inhale. Curl up. You're still keeping lowest rib on the mat. As you reach long, and it doesn't have to go low. Two things that need to happen. As you reach, Full inhale, and lowest rib stays down. Neither one of those is happening. Prioritize the breathing. Seeing some lowest ribs that are moving up, right? Uh, Start to focus on that too. Full breath in. Your arms never go below your eyes in this one, in this setup. Reach long but you'll always see the triceps in your periphery or the biceps in your periphery as you move. One more round. Because we're all put together differently, but nobody's put together that differently. (laughs) And the knees to chest, hug in. When you inhale, slow release down. Happy baby pose. Take the knees out to the sides. Turn the feet towards the ceiling. You can catch your shins. You can catch the outer edges or the... Of your feet or the inner edges of your heels, press your sacrum down to the mat. Do that first and then a little rock side to side across it. And here's another place So you're just feeling for that, the flatness of the back of the hips and that you're not rocking across the low back. The low back is light in this scenario rather than heavy. To do that, you may need to move your hands down your shins. You may need to work on, uh you know, being humble and putting the hands on the shins. Um, you could definitely prop your head up with a block that will put your neck in a different positioning, which uh, you may or may not want. But definitely, like, feel for your low back. If you got any, like, spiky feeling in the low back touching the mat, move your hands down. This is the easiest way to go. Right. And uh there's, there's no problem. It doesn't have anything to do with your flexibility. It has to do with your arm and leg length. And you can just like, just forget holding your feet as a marker of your flexibility here. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Come back to center and hug your knees. And I'll tell you a secret. You saw how far my leg went up behind me in down dog. I can't touch my feet and happy baby and do it properly. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so like you can be really flexible and still not be able to touch your feet. You will live a long and happy life. You could even teach a yoga class if you don't touch your feet. Bring your knees into your chest, and right knee stays in. Left leg reaches out long. Just straighten the reclined hand to foot pose is what it's called, or sure hamstrings as We think of it, but let's let's go through the the method here. Squeeze your leg as straight as it possibly can get. Pull your toes back, and as if like you're trying to put your heel through the ceiling. Like give that action and then let the leg come as close to you as it can come with that action now do not stop that action catch behind your hamstring or your calf or you could catch your foot here and for some of us this will be easier than happy baby and for some of us this will impossible but happy baby was totally fine that's just differences in our geometry and how our bones articulate and it's fine however for all of us At the action of the pose, squeeze the leg straight using the front of the thigh. Keep your sacrum level. So for some of us, we can get the leg in really far, but we we curl our tail up and we lift the hips. The low back gets heavy. Keep your low back light. Keep your sacrum flat on the floor and only draw your straight leg close to you in as much as you can keep the sacrum flat. From here, we're going to take the right leg out to the side. This is a similar vibe here. We're going to keep the sacrum flat. This time, the focus is going to be side to side. So for pretty much all of us, we could let ourselves roll over to the right, and our leg would go a lot further, farther, one of those two. (laughs) But if you keep your left leg grounded, you're actually going to be working flexibility and not just rolling over. So one thing that can help here, and it's not super pleasant, for, uh, but it, it works, bring your left leg into supta baddha Kinasana. Put the leg out in supta baddha two twofold, you get that hip opening, but you also get the weight of the left leg balancing the weight of the right. And you can more easily feel that your hips are level on the floor. Breath in, And then breath out, slow release, bring the soles of both feet to the mat and pause and just like feel your feet, feel the floor, feel your breath. And then left leg up and straight. Press your heel towards the ceiling like you're trying to press it through that thing. Now, this is the place. So like down dog, we're like, oh yeah, I want to get my legs straight and down dog. Uh, down dog's more about your spine than your legs. Your spine here, well, it's chilling. It's totally fine. Your, t- your spine's great. Uh, here, you can just like straighten the leg. Like, Do everything in your power. Do not stop. Do not worry about it. like anything. You're just You can just squeeze the leg as straight as it goes. Let it move in as close to you as it's going to go without lifting your hips. So you feel your sacrum heavy. It's the opposite of bridge. It's like your hips are trying to get through the floor. And then you're going to put your hands on, maybe it's hamstring, maybe it's calf, maybe it's a foot. And maybe this is different than the other side. And maybe your practice today is just being okay with that. Uh, This could need less. It could also need more. You're not even thinking about what happened on the other side when you make that choice. That choice is being made by, how is this side doing? What does it need? What's your body telling you? What's your nervous system telling you? Your body will not lie. Your nervous system will not lie. Your brain, let's be real. Our brain will tell us stories. When you start to you kind know, of get into your body and your energy system, like, you know that's for real. Right? It's why we can tell when other people are lying, right? Their bodies tell us, right? Take the leg out to the side. Not that anyone here ever lies or has anyone lie to them ever. I know that's never happened. But in movies, you sometimes see it. Leg goes out to the side. Take a moment and 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 do this for yourself. So kind of rock up and get really light in the opposite side. Let the leg come all the way to the ground. To the ground. It's great. It's so great. But wait, I'm not feeling much. And my right hip is like way off the floor. Now slowly come back with your right hip grounded. And you feel really level there. Back to the same idea of like your hips are heavy down into your mat. They're making an imprint. And then you're just letting the left leg go as far as it can go. And you make right leg into Subtupadha I find that is like the... So if you uh that non-gendered, uh, lazy vendors approach, it doesn't actually make the pose less hard. It gives a, another value to the pose. But you don't have to concentrate as hard on pressing the right leg down. Slow deep breath. Every inhale it is an opportunity to kind of check in with that straightness of the leg. Every exhale an opportunity to check in with hips heavy, rib cage heavy, and that kind of level feeling. Undo that slowly. Come on back to center. Hug your knees in. Any finishing postures, stretches? uh, You like uh, any last words you want to say? I'm going to offer up like in here or at home. You can totally like just just express your delight or uh, disgust. Fine with it. And when you feel ready to rest, rest, take time, you got plenty, there's like space to do what you need to do. And then you have plenty of space and time to rest, to do nothing, to receive and to be in a space that's going to leave you more present because you took some time To intentionally rest. Further I get along this yoga road. and uh, We're coming up on 14 years together, y'all. I used to hate Shavasana. Really hated it. Hardest pose. Didn't see value in it. Originally, back in the 90s, did abdominal crunches during Shavasana. I'm sure the people around me loved that. Uh, but then it became more intentional, right? And this idea of I'm going to be better later because I did this. I'm going to be more present. I'll space out less. I'll use this time to recharge. Right. So, uh, like that need is taken care of when that need is not taken care of, it shows up in other ways. We're not going to get around our need to rest. It'll show up as scrolling Instagram for 45 minutes and you have no idea where you've been. It'll show up as like, how did I eat half a pack of Oreos? Or It'll show up in in snapping at someone we love. So we take this time, even in just a few moments, a few minutes, To be unencumbered by our stuff in body and mind, so that we're better later. When you're ready to come back, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. And roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. Take a moment. Breath, bring our hands together at heart center and raise thumbs to your forehead center. Great work, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Well done. Thank you all. Super, super out there. Have a great day. Drink lots of water. Enjoy it. Have a great show, Billy. Kick all the ass.